You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad to be uh, getting on with this next episode. You know, I appreciate you um, with the reschedule. You know, I was having some kind of a sore throat. It's kind of difficult to do a podcast, but don't worry. I'm back on top of things, um, you know, to make sure that I was ready to go as soon as possible. Uh, I sort of spent some time tinkering around the lab, and I've put together uh, this little kind of serum with some animal DNA, and I think it's gonna, I think it's just gonna clear, clear everything right up, like get me right as rain, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure you put it through clinical trials before you. Sorry, what's that? I, I, I couldn't hear you over the hydraulic sound of me injecting myself with this, this bat DNA. Um, but I don't imagine. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't imagine. Oh, oh, pokes! I'm having a oh, Whew. oh! I don't feel good, pokes. What do I do? Oh, pokes! Oh. Well, I think I think 2020 taught us that nothing bad comes from getting bats inside you. <gasps> oh, <clears throat> okay. No, I'm all right. Whew. It just knocked me out there, but uh, I've gotten used to it. I don't know. I feel kind of good. I think I think I nailed it. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling great. What is that? <laughs> Whew. Sorry, just a little uh, I don't know where that music came from. Just uh, I must just must because I just I feel so good. So it plays this obscure South African rap song about having sex. Uh, you know, just like Matt Smith did in the um. Morbius film. I guess you were watching oh, the sound. Is that that song? Is that the? Is that what the song was? I didn't even pay attention. Just call yourself a Morbius fan. It's embarrassing. It's that was, downright uh, embarrassing. That was a scene that I just thought, I can't imagine the director going to him and be like, "Here's what I want you to do," and him being like, "What?" But it's just, I guess, just being like, "Yeah, sure, nobody's gonna see this." Is what it feels like when he's dancing. It it sure does. Yeah, I mean, um, as you're listening to this at home and you've not yet decided to, you know, uh, spend the night morbid yourself, um, then, then you're probably wondering what, the, what we're talking about. And, of course, that means that in this overly dark, poorly lit movie about a boring scientist uh, who transformed into an even more boring hero, anti-hero character, um, his, his opposition... <laughs> A, a weekly filmed villain who's got no real motive other than be an ass. Um, yeah, and did, whose many appearances he looks like he's wearing a zoot suit because yeah. like, I feel like they bought a suit for a different actor and then they cast Matt Smith and like, we already made the suit. We're not. His clothes are so like 90s baggy. It's really weird. Uh, Yeah, we get a scene of uh, Matt Smith just finally like, you know, accepting his Morbius powers and and doing a little dance. It's uh, it's very bad. To I mean, yeah. this whole movie is very bad. But uh, it, yeah, I don't I don't even know. I cannot believe a Sony exec thought that people sincerely like this movie enough that they tried to re-release it. Like I don't know how you could watch the movie and be like, yeah, I yeah, people are definitely into this. It's astonishing you know i heard someone say this in a review somewhere but the most um the most descriptive way to describe how this movie was a was a failure is that this movie shouldn't have been allowed to come out in 2022 the year of our lord this feels like a 2007 movie you know what i mean yeah yeah it definitely feels like they were trying to cash in on the success of blade yeah it feels like a it I don't even want to compare it to Blade. It feels like, I don't know, it, it, it feels like Elektra or something. One of those, like, offshoot movies they made. Where essentially it's just, like, the character exists. <laughs> they're a person. Something just sort of happens to them. And then they've got powers that they ne are never truly challenged by. And then there is sort of just a, a sort of easy villain for them to just sort of walk into. And then they just sort of solve it and then go home you know what i mean like yeah just it's there's nothing beneath any of the scenes in this movie it's just i'm a scientist oops 
I'm now a powerful creature. This is tough. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, the, to just explain the plot of Morbius, uh, Dr. Morbius has a rare blood disorder in which they said he needs to have a transfusion of blood three times a day. I don't... Uh, there's no way... I mean, that's, like, absurd. That's so much blood. I, I don't even think you could transfuse it up, like, three times. You know what I mean? Like, there's a three lot of blood a in a person. Three times a day is serious. Also, it is an extremely debilitating condition to the point where if your blood transfer isn't without flaw you will die as you'll, yeah seat. you'll pass out yeah he, the kid with him who is another kid who has the same disease mm -hmm. um and they make it seem like that kids die when they have the disease because he's like he calls the kid milo because that was the name of the first kid when he got there but and the kid before like that kid and yeah, yeah yeah and so it's like so they they must die, but then Matt Smith and Jared Leto are like in their thirties, and they're still alive. They are. They are thirty-five when the movie when when during the scene Morbius says, "Man, Matt Smith, we don't have much time left." I'm like, by what metric? <laughs> <laughs> you've lived quite a while. But not then, only have you lived for so long, but you've built an empire. Like that is, it's not easy. To become a Nobel Prize winning scientist and revolutionize well, he, medicine. He is not a Nobel Prize winning scientist because he turns it down. Nobel nominated prize. But to, to to exert that effort, that is a strenuous yeah. lifestyle that you're describing. That takes every every ounce of stamina you have, of which apparently he's fine, man. Ain't well, nothing wrong. This was the thing that got me. So he's developing a serum that where he's mixing the DNA of vampire bats because they produce some sort of chemical that I, I guess the idea is supposed to be this disease they have makes their blood clot inside them. So I don't know how they get the blood out when they transfuse it. I guess it's being pulled out one end and pumped yeah. in the other, like a, you know, like running it through a straw. But so he thinks that if he mixes the DNA, which I was like, why wouldn't it just be like a shot you get? Like, why would it be like DNA? Why couldn't you just take the stuff it produces and shoot it into your veins? I don't really understand. But he creates some sort of weird DNA strand where he combines that and his bat. And then he, he wants to test it on humans. He has a friend who has the exact same disease and is desperate for a cure. But Matt's, but his Morbius's plan is to test it on himself the scientist who could fix it if it doesn't work. So he's essentially guaranteeing that if it doesn't work, he's killed his friend. So he might as well just test it on it. You know what I mean? Because like, if he dies, who's going to keep doing the research? Why would you test it on yourself? That's the dumbest idea in the entire... And the yeah. only thing dumber than that is he has done all of this research in a hospital that I think Milo owns. I'm not 100% sure. It's like a private institute. And... Um, he is doing all the research there but then when it comes time to do human trials they have to go to international waters which also we need to discuss that's not how international waters work no, you can't just commit any crime you want while you're in international waters it's just based on whatever flag the boat is sailing but what's wild is is like why did they have to go out there it's just so they can have the scene where he kills all the guards and then it's also confusing because they go out there to do this experiment. It's just him and this woman. You, why don't you have, like, another nurse? Or something? You know what I mean? Like, why is there only one other medical professional with you? But then there's, like, uh, like 12 mercenaries? What are they protecting you from? Did you, like, sail to, like, over by, like, Somalia or something? You know what I mean? Like, I assume you guys are just off the coast of Jersey. Just floating there. I think you're fine. You probably didn't need gunmen. And then Morbius kills them all. And there's never any, like, repercussions for the fact that he murdered these people. We're just supposed to assume they're dickheads because the one guy's kind of a prick when we meet him? You know what I mean? Like, those were just people. Those are just, like, guys that they were paid by Milo to guard yeah. a boat. It's very weird. Framing them as mercs seems to help the movie thinks it's helping. To the point where, like, the people investigating Michael Morbius at some point are like, yeah, he killed, like, eight mercenaries, you know, helped us out. What? You're like yeah. you're like New York police detectives. Why why are you a excited that a bunch of like international mercenaries were killed? Why does that matter at all to you? And B 
is that fine? <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. It, is, it was very weird, because I'm like, these guys are probably just like a private security force. You know what I mean? They're probably like ex-like, you know, army soldiers who are just trying to make a buck. It's they were depicted so as like rude, which I, I guess yeah. was enough for us to like be justified in their death. Um, yeah, it's weird because, you know, the movie a couple of times in its first act, when we get to modern age Morbius and Milo, um, it mentions that, like, uh, Milo is sort of a, sort of like a, a bit of like a, a playboy in a way, where he's out, like, gambling and getting in trouble and, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a mischief maker. And it, it, he, there's, like, two whole sections of dialogue that mention that he, like, bet money against the wrong people or he won money in a poker game against the wrong people so like why weren't they like attacked by like you know like because this guy appears to be like working with like russian mobs right milo and then he's using money to fund michael morbius's experiments so it seems like maybe a better through line would have been to say hey (laughs) the mob shows up to like you know take take some equipment or something from the lab because they're not making them any money and then like michael morbius is going through his experiment and kills them all you know what i mean like something a little more like tangible and connected yeah or yeah something. like it would have been better if like it had just been like a, a crew on the boat that was just like they paid to float the boat out into the sea and there was like some other medical people there and then yeah the russians show up thinking that uh, Milo is on the boat or that he's got something that's valuable and they want right? to steal it and they start killing him and then Morbius does the thing and then he comes out and kills the Russian mob. Then you would be like, all right, yeah, but it's very weird that like the introduction of his character is just murdering, murdering people. people. Yeah, it's like that scene in like Multiverse of Madness where Wanda like slaughters dutiful monks and we're supposed to be like, oh, I still don't know about her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> um, it, It's tough. And also, you mentioned earlier that, that, that he, he's forced to like rush this production of this serum but again the movie's not told us that they're forced at all right i mean they're 25 years past when like they were 10 year olds um and in 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 that uh in that like medical facility they seem to be fine like not fine i guess but they seem to be surviving there's no um i saw someone talk about this in a review like there's no ticking clock like if you compare like a similar sequence which is um uh, uh, from from Spider Man, uh, the Green Goblin, you know, uh, 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 Osborne, uh, you know, he's he's being like kicked out of the company, but his his project's nearly complete. So thinking he could just sort of get it done, he he rushes the trials ahead and, and takes them himself. And there's a reason. There's, a, there's, a, there's something pushing him into action. Morbius has no fire there's nothing pushing him into action yeah in fact that remains a constant through the whole movie we don't know that this disease is going to hurt him because the movie is not even done even remotely an okay job trying to give us any kind of detail on what it is we don't have any idea that he's gonna get shut down or he's gonna run out of money or more people are dying from it because there's a girl that he's treating that's 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 sick from it and he just like puts her in a coma and she she cool She's fine. Yeah, I know. It is very weird. We never we never get a follow-up on that girl. Yeah, and so it doesn't seem like there is this huge ticking clock. Like, if you're working on a medical breakthrough, there's always people around that are, you know, going through it that need your help, you know, and you've got to, like, go through trials and figure stuff out. Like, it's, it's a perfectly normal situation he's in when it comes to, like, solving a disease. So there's no reason for him to be like, well, I've barely confirmed this this rat this bat DNA is like helpful <laughs> in this scenario. Like all he ch- all he confirmed was that a little mouse that was injected with it died and then was okay. But like it doesn't yeah. appear that they did any tests to confirm that the condition was halted. You well, what, what I mean? was what's great is it's like the rat comes back to life and he's like, "All right, let's try human trials." It's like you should probably try it on more than one rat. Yeah, just a head. Like you don't go straight from like, "Well, we had one successful test." Get a rat that doesn't die for a little bit <laughs> yeah. first. Once once nothing dies. And then, by the way, not dying is only one step in a cure. The second step is that it has to Last. cure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to, like, actually, like, stop the condition and then, yeah, actually, like, last for a while. Because it, it's possible you could inject it with something that, like, halts it f- temporarily. You know, these are all yeah. things that a scientist would do. But again... We're not given well, any so, indication that Jared well, Little's so character the, uh, is a scientist. Turn into a vampire. 
Yeah, a good question. The rat had no ill effects. It didn't get more feral. This, it didn't get more violent. This was it something that I didn't found do anything different. Very confusing. Is uh, he becomes a vampire because of the vampire bat DNA, but then can only drink human blood. Vampire bats don't drink vampire bat blood. They drink animals' blood, like all different kinds of animals. So why couldn't he just eat? Like why couldn't he just drink animals? You know what I mean? Why did it? Ha- like it was so weird that they were like, no, it has to be human blood. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, I love. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna be that he's now a bat with some very confusing bat powers. Uh, at one point, he, they say he has echolocation, but he doesn't make any noise. He could just for some reason see, I guess, because of his heartbeat. I was like, that's not how echolocation works, guys. That's why bats make that weird noise. He's also frequently misty, and I never like. Oh got, my like, god, those special effects were fucking terrible. We never really got like any indication on like what was all of the mist around him supposed to be at any point. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I thought, I, I thought they, they were going to explain it if it's like I don't know pheromones or something. I don't know what it was, but he's always like he looks like Nightcrawler like right after he like teleports. You know. Yeah. Um, but they don't actually ever give you any reason as to as to why. So what we get is a movie of Jared Leto on tranquilizers, sort of like hanging out in his dark penthouse and occasionally looking like he's doing a little like goth smoke show and spinning around. Like, my God, this movie just had no hurry with getting done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it just was like, He's a scientist because we told you. He's sick because we told you. And now he's going to try this experimental thing for no conceivable reason. We've given you no proof that he's a smart, empathetic person or a good scientist. Now he's going to do that, like, a dangerous procedure, kill a bunch of innocent people, and then just kind of mope in his loft for, like, all of Act 2? That's how we do Act 2, guys? Not like a Hulk... You know, Bruce Banner on the run, you know, constantly having to move locations and trying to solve his crisis. No, just hanging out in his penthouse, where I guess they're well, not looking for him. Well, what I love, too, is, um, yeah, like, they're, they're, it's really weird, because he eventually ends up getting arrested for what they think is murdering a nurse. And, like, even that, there's no stakes. Because it's, like, he's been, it's been, like, brought up that he has to have blood every so many hours. And it's getting, like, the time period is getting shorter and shorter. And so when he's arrested, you're like, oh, this this will be interesting. He's stuck in the prison. How's he, what's he going to do? He needs blood. And, he, and no, he he somehow gets arrested, processed, sent to jail, gets a visitor all in less than four hours. Oh, and is questioned. <laughs> so he does all that in less than four hours. Let's not forget. He's perfectly fine. He never him, seems to. They let him keep his little science book. He's well, sitting also, in his... He's sitting yeah. in his cell with his journal full of his science notes. Uh, that's a called evidence. <laughs> what I also love, though, is um, they're like, you have a visitor, and he comes in. I'm like, they don't bring them to your cell. Just a heads up. They don't let people walk into a prison and then go to a prison's cell. But sure. And then leave you in there alone, unsupervised. Yeah. Well, there's like the lady's like standing looking through the doorway or whatever, and he drops a blood bag on the bed and then leaves and leaves his cane. And the guard does not notice either one. That is the worst prison guard in the world. That that prison guard deserves to be stabbed because, like, how do you not notice a guy pull a, ba- a bag full of blood out of his pa- out of a, like his pants and just throw it on the ground? There's also, I mean, like you said it earlier. There's no fucking conceivable way that he has had all this stuff happen before his like hunger has retaken him. Yeah, he's like just fine. Yeah, and then even then, again you got to give your heroes fucking obstacles because we're interested as an audience with seeing our protagonist overcome obstacles. But prison... Like learn how to do what they do instead of just a scene where you bounce a ball off a wall. Prison isn't even an obstacle because that that would easily have been a sequence where, like, Morbius, like, they come and knock on the door and he's not in his cell and so they open it and he's using his powers to sort of cling to the ceiling and he swoops through and he's, like, evading SWAT members and, like, making his way to an exit because he knows he has to stop Milo. No, he just stands up and kicks a window in and just flies away. <laughs> and, that's, yeah. and that's, like, that could have been a sequence. Just, like, being attacked by, like, the mob could have been a sequence. Being attacked by the federal agents that are the worst detectives that have ever existed in the history of detectives. No one is doing anything interesting in this movie. And the villains aren't pursuing him 
well at all. The authorities aren't pursuing him well at all. He's not doing anything interesting as a doctor or as Morbius. Like, no one achieves anything that that, that, that accomplishes a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really weird. There's just, like, no point to anything that happens. Everything just occurs to him. Um, I thought when the beginning, when we had... Um, uh, 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 Michael and and Milo and uh, Jared uh, Jared Harris shout out Chernobyl um, uh, you know hit in that in that like childhood medical orphanage for a moment when there was like indication that one of these kids was kind of calm and focused and plays chess by himself you know and that the other is sort of like a little like unhinged I thought for a minute I'm like are they doing a Logan thing with us like we think morbius is like this like calm studious you know black-haired like child but in reality it's this sort of like blonde-haired kid or something you know who's like all kind of kind of wild are they gonna fake us out and it's actually like kind of like the unhinged kid and that's like what makes morbius like a complicated character nah yeah it's not not a thing nope just the guy you thought it was (laughs) and the other one is other ones just sort of uh like i don't understand matt smith's character like, I get he's bullied because he's sick. Also, I haven't known even, like, children to be that cruel to Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that seemed like, uh, one, terrible hospital these kids are in, that they just let them walk outside. Yeah. Two, uh, what's, like, these kids are going to, like, some sort of, like, private school because they're in uniforms, and they go and physically assault a handicapped child. And it's like, I... I would feel like you would immediately call the school and be like, you have four sociopaths, like, in your class. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a really terrible thing to do. And it did seem like, like, they're like, he, they push him down and then start kicking him, like, to death. It's so weird. Because it's like, Jesus, man, these kids should have been the villains. Yeah, I also, like, I could see if, like, these were students at the school and, like, their fellow students, like were mean to them because, you know, there's always sort of, like, a social hierarchy, um, especially in, like, a private school, you know. But these, like, these kids, like, live in this, like, you know, orphanage totally removed from the other kids' lives. So, like, they're, like, standing outside the children's hospital and being like, oh, the sick... I mean, I just don't understand, like, why these kids are, like, making an extra effort to go hunt down these, like... These, like... These, like blood disease children i don't get yeah. it's so unrealistic and and artificial like the rest of the motivations and and objectives and obstacles in this movie it's 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 deeply frustrating there's and like you could tell that like during the writing process nobody went back through and was like none of this makes any sense like dr morbius testing on himself instead of somebody else uh how does matt smith how does milo give himself the thing because it required a doctor to do it and like a special device to inject it into his spine which i think was left on the boat so like how did he give himself the serum i didn't even Um, think about that but you're right it was an entire difficult procedure yes uh, and he has no idea how it was done because he wasn't there it was injected i think specifically into like uh, his spine pati- i think a particular vertebrae too like a specific yeah. location which someone yeah, e- so, could, couldn't easily replicate so somehow he does that um at one point he kidnaps the doctor who morbius likes to draw morbius to him but morbius is at milo's apartment because he just murdered their mentor like why did he have to go kidnap somebody else why didn't he just stay there and make that guy call him like, you know what I mean? Like, he's literally kidnapped a woman to draw Michael to him, and and Morbius is literally in your apartment right now. <laughs> like, the place you live, you've left to go get this girl. You should have just stayed. He showed up. And then, like, I, I don't know. The the end is even... I mean, the, the fight scene is terrible because of the weird smoke effect they decided to go with, which I never understood what that was supposed to be. It's never explained. You know what it reminded me of um, is like Spider-Man. Is it three? Yeah, it's three where like they've tried to make um, the uh, Hobgoblin. And he's like on a like, surfboard and they're like going through the alley and there's all those like, pipes and it's like just flying around and everything looks absurd. Like everyone's like, it's that yeah, kind of CG. plastic. Everything looks like it's made of rubber, like human beings, like just like flop around as if they're like 
they're just ragdolls. That's like that, that and that's a in 2022. That's egregious. Yeah. That is egregious. That would still that would look out of place in like 2012. I mean, that would look out of place 10 years ago. This script and its special effects feel like they this whole thing had just been like done and completed like 10 years ago and then set on a shelf and then they just now released it. That's the vibe of this entire movie, which is I mean unforgivable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this the other thing is like this movie was delayed like 5 times. So it's like they had so much time to fix it. You know what I mean? To go yeah. back and be like, we should reshoot some of this. It's just... And then, like, the end, the very end is they get into a fight and Morbius calls all of the bats in New York City. Are there a lot of bats in New York City? This is a legitimate question. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think there would be a lot of bats in, like, a massive metropolitan area. I'm, I'm sure there's bats, like, in Central Park, maybe. But, like, I can't imagine there's a large number of them. Maybe I'm wrong. But he calls all these bats to him, and then he performs what I could only describe as the bat kamehameha, where he like pulls yeah. his hand back, and a bunch of bats start spinning in a circle, and then he shoots them at Matt Smith. And now keep in mind, these guys are like superhuman now, and being hit by a bunch of like six ounce bats throws him backwards <laughs> as if like he's being hit by like a wrecking ball, and then they push him down, and it beats him up enough long enough for morbius to kill him it's just so bizarre yeah and again this is all being done with rubber sfx uh exe which, which makes it extremely difficult to watch um and i i don't even understand why bats are a, a power exclusive to morbius because as far as i can tell he set up traps to abuse these bats and then abuse them and then brought them like miles from the tropical climate where it's where its main food source is and put them in a lit tube a glass lit tube in his lit office and then as far as i can tell does not feed them <laughs> yes I, I i did not understand uh i, I could those bats out, like... are in hell there's no oh, yeah, they also the don't roofs. have anywhere to land. Yeah, it's just a glass tube. They can't fly anywhere or roost. They have no no, no, no ability to like actually like utilize their ability. All of their echolocations just echoing around a round tube, which is probably a nightmare for them. They're nocturnal, but they're placed in like a lit fucking bright-ass lit tube. Like they're absolutely suffering so badly. So how he formed a connection with those bats and the bats of New York City is unclear to me. Exceptionally unclear to me. Yeah, yeah. They never explained... Like, they never showed that he had the ability to call them before. It's yeah. just... I, I don't know. It's just real. It was so bad. And, and, and thinking of his penthouse just makes me even more mad. Because, you know... You mean My Milo or Morbius? Because Morbius uh, appears to live in his lab. Yeah, that's exactly it. It frustrates me because, you know what it reminded me of? Is it reminded me of that um, uh, Dr. Mordred, like the uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the off-brand Dr. Strange uh, movie we watched? Because in that movie, you know, it was, he spent, like, the, the all of the events essentially just took place inside that, that penthouse of his, his little penthouse. And, like, so much of this movie is there. Like, you thought he might be in the jungle a bunch, like, getting bats and studying them like it was in the trailer. No, that's 12 seconds of the opening. And you'd think he'd be in, like, a laboratory with lots of people and, and like, who are put at risk from his, his, his disease. No, that's um a little bit at the beginning, and then he just seals himself away, and it's fine for, a, like, a very long time. Yeah, it also even feels like when he realizes that the synthetic blood, which is what he won the Nobel Prize for and then turned it down, is that um, it's not working, which I don't understand why. If it works to, like, if your body thinks it's real blood, then I would yeah, assume it counts. It but would have to it, be. It's, it starts working less and less, so he has to drink real blood. And even there's no stakes in that because he has, a, like, a closet full of blood vi or blood bags that I guess he just, like, keeps for his research. So it's like... I don't know. It's the, of all the people to have this disease, a doctor would probably be the best one because he can get blood bags, apparently. And as a blood scientist, he could get access to more and more blood. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, it seems like there's no real... And that's like... 
like you said there's no stake in this movie and then like matt smith or milo when he gets the shot he all of a sudden becomes just like an unhinged monster and it's like i, I don't really get that like i, I understand he'd be unfair. excited that he can walk around and stuff but why is he like all of a sudden just like i'm gonna murder 40 people in a subway tunnel like we know he was picked on by apparently the world's worst children that he happened to be um uh within proximity of but you know it's not like i mean like if you think about other villains you know if you think about like magneto like that was also a person who experienced the darkest parts of humanity and still like waffles on how to behave you know uh is still often brought around to 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 have perspective on his actions this guy was like bullied 25 years ago and has since then lived a rich privileged life in which anything he wants is within his reach and he gets you know a cure for his illness uh which comes with this you know heavy price of having to drink human blood and he and and, and that brings him to be like yeah now i'll kill everyone <laughs> yeah it's even even the reason he got mad at like the doc at, at michael in the first place he finds michael you know in his lab and he he seems to not no longer be suffering from the disease he's like oh well you know you gotta give me the treatment and then he like makes it clear to him like his face changing which like nobody else seems to react to yes he does it during the interrogation too and nobody reacts a police officer rounds a corner and points a gun at him and he screams in like the most monster face possible and then begins to scale the walls and the cops like aha fire <laughs> like yeah i don't understand how people aren't more freaked out by this it's not established that we're in like the og marvel universe where you know cops have seen all this kinds of shit and maybe they're <laughs> a little more attuned to it like that cop was just like drinking coffee you know a cup of coffee and like looking at his fantasy you know fantasy football scores and then like a beast from hell like rounds the corner and hits at him and scales ability he's like get my gun out <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take this thing down <laughs> yeah it, that and that was like another thing that i thought was because like in the interrogation scene he talks about how he needs those blood bags and like no they're, they're in evidence and then he like turn he makes the monster face and they like kind of back up but again, they don't, like, it, there's no reaction. Nobody really does or says anything to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Is he a vampire? Like, everybody just seems to be like, oh yeah, he's clearly a vampire. No other questions. You know what I mean? It's just such a waste. Because you would think that would be like a huge chunk of the movie. Like, Blade deals with the fact Blade has to drink blood more than this movie does. And that's really the plot of this movie. Yeah, it's... It's it's insane, and I can't get past these de fucking detectives who are like, well, Michael Morbius' direct uh, personal scientific assistant was found aboard this secret floating lab full of dead mercenaries. And Michael Morbius himself has gone entirely missing. So um, uh, I guess we'll look for a culprit. I got no suspects, really. No, what's weird, nothing though, is the... here. And then when they have him in, in custody, they're like, did you do did you do bad signs in the boat? I can't talk about it. Alright. Back to your cell. <laughs> yeah. Give it's, up it's... immediately. He like he like flares his vampire teeth and they're like, Well, we're getting nothing here. This is this is a this is a dead fucking end. I guess we'll just try something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's also just like they are they are really incompetent as police officers. It it was just very bad. And, I, yeah, I don't even know how to describe some of this shit because it's just so dumb. And the cops are supposed to be, I assume, comic relief. But, like, Tyrese is playing it like he's in Training Day. You know, like, he's in, like, a drama. And the other guy is doing, like, some sort of dad bit. And, it, I don't know, it was just so bizarre. I, I just don't know who wrote the movie and was like, we nailed this one. Yeah, uh, the same person decided that the cops having exhausted none of their detective skills and have you been utilized none of their abilities or resources of any kind have run out of options they've tried nothing and now they and have we're all out of ideas we're all out of ideas and the only thing left to do is hey release release news to the media that says vampires exist that'll help us <laughs> yeah i was also 
confused by the fact that they were just like again no one i guess because it's supposed to be like in this world venom existed so people have just given up on the idea that like yeah why would we worry about this i don't know Um, wow this this one guy who wrote this movie really he wrote the last witch hunter which is terrible and dracula untold which was also not good and gods of egypt and the power rangers movie I mean, he, he just really brings it. Him him and his partner, Burke Sharpless. Great name, by the way. It's a name. I'll give you that. Hey, Power but, Rangers! Yeah. <laughs> I... Something, man. Uh, it, it is... It was just such a bizarre film. Like, because in watching it... I guess, too, there's a thing that... Uh, in one of the trailers, they show that, like, Tyrese's character has, like, a robot arm. Oh, or he has what? like an arm that has like all this like mechanical stuff on it and it never appears in the movie because i guess they thought the movie was too long so they cut out uh like the backstories of the police there's like more stuff with the police that they cut out and i think there was supposed to be more stuff with the doctor they cut out yeah i mean i noticed that um tyrese had like a like a very discreet scar on his neck and he talks earlier about how like the artificial blood that michael morbius's character engineered like helped him Stay yeah, alive. it saved his life in saved his uh, life. Iraq or whatever. So it seemed like there's some indication that there's like some like cyber technology or something that that, that helped him. Um, but that's insane that they cut that because one of the, the movies like I mean the movie has a lot of flaws, but certainly one of its most notable ones is that no one, including the the main character, has any kind of um, backstory or motivation. Um, especially the the, the uh, like the the her, his doctor's assistant whose name I have forgotten um that's how important she is is like an encapsulation of all the worst tropes that come with being a a a non-superhero female co-star in a superhero film you are constantly doing all the work you're constantly like only acting in a scene in which it directly you know relates to the hero's success and then you die so he can be motivated to do something he should have been doing the whole time um love yeah that whole thing was just I, I don't know and and like at the end you know they i mean they set up so much shit at the end of this movie but at the end they show her like wake up and she's a vampire and i'm like um does that mean everybody's a vampire now because they killed a lot of people in this movie by biting them so like are all those mercenaries gonna come back as vampires i think the indication is that, that he didn't drain her that she, there's this when she is like when when she is like they, they like kiss when she's dying and she yeah. and she bites his lip and like blood falls into oh. her mouth and it's a really weird scene i thought until later on when they showed her like waking up and i'm like oh i guess she ingested some more blood and now she's a morbius it's of her own. Time. now yeah. it's more of a time for her um so i think that's what the indication was i guess but um also i didn't know it was easy to make them bleed like right like he gets thrown through buildings and doesn't seem to be bleeding so i don't know why a woman's teeth <laughs> Is it well, that's to... that's enough to injure any vampire. Did you not know guess. that? That's one of their weaknesses. Crosses, silver. I guess so. Running water, women's teeth. I also uh, love stakes in the hearts. I also love this fun science vampire that takes away all the sort of like Christian lore of vampires and replaces yes. it, and replaces it with. Let me check my notes. Nothing. There's no yeah. like. There's no like. They have no weaknesses. Yeah, like like vampires are fun because they're very powerful and they have very distinct powers that work at distinct times, like yeah, you know, night and whatever. But like Michael Morbus is like even jokes. He's like, I I'm fine in the sun and I just need blood and it can be blood that's like not from a body. It can be like from a bag and uh you know I, I'm not affected by Christian symbology and I'm not affected by you know particular seasoning ingredients like i'm just i'm yes. fine all the time i could come in even if you haven't invited me it's like everything yeah. daylight's fine nothing i got no weaknesses and it's fine if you want to make him a science vampire but you gotta like come with your own weaknesses you know what i mean like yeah yeah i mean like every any good hero needs to have a weakness i mean even superman has kryptonite but i mean like his biggest problem is he has no weaknesses except for that one thing yeah so, yeah it, it was just a very like pointless and confusing idea like and like you said there's no montage like the montage of him learning to use his powers is him describing that he's really fast now 
and that he has echolocation and all the, and then they just show him like bounce a ball around his room and catch it with his eyes closed yeah i mean that, and that's that, it that's the thrilling shit you're missing out on audience yeah so it, it's just really like it misses all the hallmarks of the su- the superhero origin and replaces them with nothing because when you really think about it nothing happens in this movie no like i cannot think of really like we're describing scenes but they're not even again at one point there's like a three minute scene of matt smith just dancing with his shirt off Mm-hmm. although let's be honest highlight i mean sadly that probably was the best part of the movie just because it was so fucking weird also i i have to say this how is jared leto still an actor he is fucking we, awful. We yeah, we've covered this. He he does not bring any kind of unique performance. He's not. He can't emote at all. Doing anything in this movie, he's just he he's he 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 affects one thing, which is a scowl. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only thing that's re- the only thing that's rememberable about his performance is that that was his actual hair. That he thinks that's a look. Like, that's the only thing I remember is like, wow. I One of my notes is, could you imagine going to get the Nobel Peace Prize and you have that haircut? I would think that would make the committee be like, we've made a mistake. It's also frustrating that, like, you know, in, in like, the comics and in, like, the animated television show, Morbius, while in his, like, forearm, was, was intelligent. Um that's what kind of made him dangerous is that he was, you know, he's like this vampire creature that also has the intelligence of a scientist. But in this one, as a scientist, he's dumb. And as a, as, as Morbius, he's just like a feral monster, which is like super boring and uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, uh, unless you want to make that monster again into, into pushing him into anti, anti-hero territory where he's like having many moments of, of, of creating, you know, uh, a carnage because he's just like un- uh, Jekyll and Hyde and can't control it. But after his initial like um, moment killing mercenaries, he's just sort of in control the whole time. He's just, it's just yeah, because he just keeps drinking those bags. All which set. there's a lot of scenes no if you want to see a threats. man just suck down some bags of juice. If you just want to see like Jared Leto drink a Capri Sun with like vigor, this is the movie for you. Uh, there's also a scene I wanted to talk about, which is. Um, the scene where the nurse who they like barely introduced dies and we're supposed to like know what the fuck's going on you're supposed to think that jared leto's lost control again but she's walking down a hallway in the hospital that has motion controlled lights that turn on for exactly one second and then shut off until you move again why would that be a hallway why would you want a hallway that's perpetually strobe lighting it's all just so they can have like this shot of uh morbius like running down the hall or a vampire like teleporting around the walls and like appearing for a brief second it was so dumb it's it's very scooby-doo um it it reminded me of the scene in uh do you watch moon Knight? yes where he's in like the storage facility and that thing's chasing him but they actually do it right as the light stays on instead of instantly turning back off it was so annoying when she was walking through i was like why would this be in a hospital this would be the worst possible place in any place to have a, a hallway that just turns the lights out on you. Also, yeah. also, does being a Morbius come with like electricity manipulation powers? Apparently, how is he flickering the lights? That's what I'm saying. Is they were set to go on and off that quickly. It's that's why it's so dumb. I hated this movie. Um, something I'm curious about is what the hell they thought they were doing with all these post or mid or pre credit sequences that they did. Um, oh my god there's so many of them we get three major ones we get the reveal that the doctor we don't care about is now a vampire of her own which doesn't fucking matter because yeah yeah shit what there'll definitely be a sequel um and then the second one is that the a character everyone really likes from the spider-man marvel movies is now been like verse jumped over to this universe is that what you're doing what, what I loved was their explanation. They're like, a man named Adrian Toomes appeared in an empty jail cell. One, what jail in the United States is empty? Two, there's like, he's getting a court case to be released. 
what you can't hold a person in, like you know what i mean they feel like they, they don't know who he is they, they're just gonna leave him in jail because that's where he appeared it was such a bizarre statement and, but and, and how have they, they identified him? his name because he said it like i guess yeah but what's he's got is, no so records he says you know i'm blah 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 and then you're like oh i was like boy that was weird they included him and then the credits roll, and then there's a, another after credit scene where Morbius drives out in a like what I assume was like Aldi product placement or whatever car it was, and he stops and he gets out, and the Vulture shows up, and it's clearly not Michael Keaton; it's a guy in the Vulture costume with Michael Keaton reading lines, and the line is like the worst line I've ever heard. He's like, "I'm not from around here," I, or I don't know how I got here. I think it has something to do with Spider Man. But I think I'm starting to figure it out, and I think guys like us should get together. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, because and how does he know who Morbius is? Does Spider-Man exist in this universe? I I don't think he's supposed to. And and we've not gotten any indication that he's here. And why would Morbius give a shit? Like he, the Morbius and, that we saw throughout this film, as far as we can tell, is going to focus on trying to deal with his vampiric like 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 hunger. Um, and, and, and hope that he, it doesn't spread or, you know, whatever. Like he's not, he's not out here like fighting crime or like doing anything. Like, I don't know why he wants to meet up with some random criminal. The thing that's also weird though is like, so does just everybody know that Dr. Michael Morbius is now a vampire? I guess. What is he doing every day? Just living in like attics? (laughs) Uh, It was... I don't know. Yeah, it was very weird. Also, I forgot. Do you remember the scene where he goes down because there's some people making counterfeit money and he needs their lab? Yeah. To again, this do something. If you I couldn't just, exactly figure out why he couldn't just go back to his own lab. It's not like there's cops living in his lab. If you just but he built like more more logical like construction with like like the like you know his his laboratories around the world or. The fact that he, you know, has, like, connections to these, like, Russian gangsters that he would want to, you know, go after and take their shit. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a bunch of guys, like, running counterfeit dollar bills and then he, like, busts in. And I, I just don't understand what we're supposed to get and he from that. Beats, he beats one of them up. Now, keep in mind, this is a place that's making counterfeit money, which is a federal crime. No one is watching the door he walks in. No the two like two of the other criminals are just sitting playing like xbox uh and this guy walks in and is like i need your lab and these guys don't just immediately pull out a gun and shoot <laughs> you know what I mean? like they would just be like well, we have to kill this guy he just found our counterfeit money lab but he like beats the guy he like grabs the guy's hand and like breaks his all the bones in his hand and he's like who are you and he's like i am venom and he's like ah just kidding or something and it's like what why would he say that I don't understand what that bit was. Also, I don't think labs are like interchangeable. I think a blood lab and a like yeah. a lab full of like dyes and counterfeit paper uh, aren't going to have the same kind of equipment. <laughs> I don't think you can really just swap those in and out. It, w- it was very yeah because he was like he needed to make a again. He, he's like a bat person. He could just sneak back into his lab at night and use the centrifuge because that's all he really makes. And I, I feel like he's so smart. Couldn't he have just gone to Radio Shack and bought, like, five things? I know I just dated myself because I don't think Radio Shacks exist anymore. But couldn't he have just gone and, like, bought, like, a toy car? So, yeah, I mean, like, he's supposed to be a genius. Why did he have to go beat these guys up? Yeah, also... It was just so dumb. That's also something interesting that could have happened. But, no, we can't have that. Yeah, they, like, make him MacGyver it. But it's, like, it's not that impressive. He just turned a motor upside down. It was disappointing. Is what I'm getting at, guys. I know this might shock our audience, but Morbius was disappointing. It was also... I, I don't know. Did you think it was like... I didn't even find it funny bad. No. It was just like bad No, bad. this is certainly just... one of like the harder things to mock because, again, it's like it's like an under-baked script from 2005. It, 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 you know, it's, it's not Nicolas Cage overacting. It's not um, bad filmmaking. It's just like people who hate their job every day day in and day out coming in and trudging through a movie that ultimately leaves you in the same place you started yeah it's it was just very bizarre like i was expecting it 
to be really bad, but like to find it really funny. Right. You know, I, I was hoping it was going to be like um, one of the many like bad movies. Like, you know, like when we watched Fleisch Gordon, that was like funny because it was so weird. Uh, you know, it's just such like a bizarre film that it was funny to watch or, you know, like I, I think I remember thinking the first Swamp Thing was funny bad, but maybe not. I can't remember now. But yeah, so this was just sort of disappointing, you know, because in watching it, I, I watched it with my brother and we made fun of it and stuff, but there just wasn't a lot there, you know? There wasn't a lot to keep you interested or... It was just bad. So I guess the it's question a, it's is... An empty, no, it's an empty shell. Don't bother. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I would I would say it's not it's worth watching. It's an empty shell. It is, yeah. You could go watch uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's funnier somehow. <laughs> you could go watch um, What We Do in the Shadows. It's a much better <laughs> vampire content. Go watch Blades. You can, you know, yeah. some motherfuckers want to ice Hell, me uphill. Watch, watch any of the Blades. <laughs> Even the bad ones have a plot that you can get Yeah, behind. that is true. Hell, uh, go watch Venom. <laughs> Hell, go watch Dr. Mordred. Yeah, honestly. No, I'm kidding. I think that may have been worse than this. I don't remember. Some of these movies I block out the second we stop watching them, so it's hard to recall if they were bad. Fair, fair. Well, I guess is that. Did you have anything else in your notes? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, yeah, just just gotta sort of, you know, indicate that, um, uh, y- you know, do your homework and uh, make a hero that has any content and is surrounded by characters that have any kind of you know components to that please i beg of you and next time include the catchphrase it's more of in time <laughs>